Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Forrester Baseball Podcast. I'll be your host, Ryan Walker. Before we get started, let's talk about how the first series went this weekend in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Forsters took a road trip down to Alabama for a three-game series against Kentucky Christian Knights. The Foresters swept the series, winning 9-2, 12-2, and 6-2. And that will lead into our first player feature of this podcast series, Alex McCutcheon. McCutcheon is a lefty for the Foresters who won Crossroads League Pitcher of the Year in 2019 and has now also been playing first base when not throwing on the mound and adding power to an already very good lineup. But for now, let's get started. Okay, welcome back everybody. I have Alex McCutcheon here in Livingston Basement. Alex, how are you feeling right now? Um, I'm doing pretty good, just uh, trying to get rejuvenated for this weekend's series. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you still tired from the bus trip? Uh, yeah, the, the bus trip was a long one, especially uh, coming back on Sunday and coming to class on Monday for the guys that are still in undergrad. They got the 8 a.m. classes, and we didn't get back till like, 7 a.m., I believe. Jeez, Pete, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I would say me and Owen, we we uh, lacked a little bit of sleep. Dexter as well. Uh, Brimberry, he's a, he's a snorer, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, he kept a couple of us up, just a little bit though. We love Brim. Brim's Brim's a go. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it was a long weekend, but it was good to get out there for the first time. For sure. Um, how was the bus trip going there? I mean, you guys are probably like really excited. I know it's a ten-hour trip, and some guys, I don't know how you feel. Some guys are kind of like, ugh, bus trip. For me, when I was when I was playing, I was like, I love these bus trips. I love every second of it. So how was how was the mentality this year? Um, it was. I mean, obviously it was fun. You you get to play uh, Mafia. I mean, that's a game that everybody, all the freshmen get to learn, and I think it's kind of a fun game to play on the bus just to make the time go by. But we actually got a charter bus this this week, so that was kind of you. You feel like big time, I guess. I don't know. You had ESPN on the TV and Wi-Fi. So it, it was a lot. It was an enjoyable ride rather than the school's charter. No offense. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we took that thing to Tennessee and had yeah. nothing in there. Dude. It was yeah. like, oh my gosh. And Scott was driving too, yeah. so it was like, okay. Yeah. Every you know. pothole, every pothole is getting hit by exactly. Scott <laughs> on purpose. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Um, how did you feel uh, the team did this weekend? Obviously, they took. We took three games. I mean, we didn't give up a whole lot. We scored a lot. How was, I mean, I guess just as a team collectively, how did you feel about this last weekend? Um, I thought we played, as Thad would say, like our, our style of baseball really well. Uh, we we run the base. Like we just really try to put a lot of pressure on defenses with running the bases really hard, taking extra bases. And I thought we did that with – with just how aggressive because we really I mean we had nine hits but we scored 12 runs so Mm -hmm. like I felt like we optimized our chances to score just from being really aggressive out of the box we've had a couple infield pop-ups that maybe got dropped and guys got doubles on them and then we stole third so guys in the scoring position right away which that for for us that's like that's what we're trying to do that's our whole goal right yeah but uh I thought our pitching looked pretty pretty good I thought Mason really, Mason looked great. I mean, yeah. Mason, we didn't see Mason in the fall because he was in Georgia doing an internship, but he came in and he's been, he, he absolutely dominated. I same thought. old, same old yeah. for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He had 10 strikeouts. I don't know how many strikeouts you guys had, but it was a lot. And that yeah. was that was something that I think is kind of uh, relevant to what you guys did last year. I mean, you and Mason and Dice, you guys were getting in there and just caying up everybody. It was mm-hmm. like you guys were averaging 8 to 10 strikeouts a game each time. And, of course, COVID hits and whatnot. But um, in your game, how did you feel? Uh, just kind of take me through the process of like your game and how you think uh, you did. Um, I was, I didn't throw terrible. I would have liked to have, I, I hit a couple guys. I walked a couple guys. I thought my command and my fastball wasn't where I wanted it to be, but I thought my off speed and, and my curveball and changeup were where I thought they should be is in terms of getting swing and misses and things like that. But I was falling behind the, the count and a lot of batters, which I'd like mm-hmm. to, against a team like IU Southeast this weekend, I think that if I can be in the zone early with my fastball, I'll have much more success. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just taking a look at IU Southeast, I mean, don't want to knock on any teams here, but it's kind of a really big difference between the team that you just played um, a team that looked a little bit out of sorts, um, but nonetheless, guys took a couple wins, and now you're going you're gonna to have to take on a team that has picked up a win at LSU Shreveport. I don't know if you heard about that. I saw that last night just scrolling through Twitter. I was like, wow, this is going to be a tough team. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking about this weekend? Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see how we'll fare against a little bit better pitching especially, but... I mean, if we have guys like Ian and Satchel in the lineup and, of course, Lichty swinging really well and Langston and all the guys like we did this weekend and just guys being really aggressive early in counts, I mean, I think we can hang with any team in the country, in my mm-hmm. opinion, especially with our pitching with Mason. And, and even Brent coming out of the bullpen, I thought, looked really good last weekend. Mm-hmm. With, I think he had like six or seven punchies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's – I'm ready to see us play a team that we know is good. You know what I'm saying? Right and really have a gauge. Yeah, so do you have any update on where that's going to be played? Because I heard that it's kind of up in the air with the snow melting on the field and just yeah. being unplayable. Uh, I think believe Coach Abbott mentioned there's a high school just just into Louisville, and it's an all-turf facility, so we should be able to at least get our games in. So I think the weather's going to be like 50 degrees maybe. Yeah, it's going to be nice, mm-hmm. but <laughs> snow's got to melt somewhere. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. But we're fine with playing on turf. <laughs> Um, you picked up a couple hits, I think, right, in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you taking the approach again this year? You started to hit last year a little bit. Is it the same mindset coming in this year, or just what, what is the mindset in general? Um, I mean, I, I think that I can help us at the plate, obviously, but, I mean, as a team, I think the way I fit in is I, I can, against righties, I think that I'm a more relevant at hitter. And I, but I think guys like Max Mosier and Re- Nick Rensberger could potentially definitely work in to get a lot of ADs against left-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought they've both proved that they can swing the baseball bat. But I, I'm I'm excited to see a lot of those young guys start to perform, and, and even Comstock uh, and and Hale had a little bit of an injury, mm-hmm. so we're we're still waiting to hear about that. Yeah. So right now, I mean, I'm excited to see. Dice guys, young guys really play against against high level teams, but I, I feel personally with my bat right now, I feel like I'm a better hitter. I mean, last year was the first year I really hit in three years. I, I was a right. PO for my first two years, and then just kind of worked into it. Uh, 
and started swinging, but I think that I'm starting to really learn how to hit and just to have a better approach at the plate. I think that's the main difference is I, I have more feel at the plate, I guess. Right, exactly, and hitting nukes, of course, as we did last year. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, geez, it, that, was, that was just the coolest thing. I was like, geez, he can do it on the mound, and then he hits a, he hits a bomb. I remember when he hit one off of Brent <laughs> in, the, in, in the fall of last year. What, is it a grand slam against him? I don't know about grand slam, but... It, it was somebody did, I yeah. can't remember, but... Yeah. <laughs> That, that was just awesome. Fun. I think that's when I knew, okay, this guy's <laughs> going to be able to hit for us this year. Now, rumor has it, Thad said that maybe you guys didn't do as well at the plate as he would have liked. Can you kind of explain what he's kind of thinking? Eli was talking to me. He said, yeah, we scored a bunch of runs, but Coach Thad wasn't as happy with us. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I would agree with that just because I think that we sh- – Against that pitching, I've seen our guys just, I mean, guys like Langston, like I thought, I felt like we should have had more bat speed, as in we, we should have hit some home runs, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got really one through nine guys that can really put the put the ball over the fence. Yeah. And that field wasn't crazy big, and I would have just liked us to see dr- us drive more runs in. I mean, against that kind of, the level of competition that we played, I think he would have liked us to see like to see us win by swinging the bat rather than being aggressive. Mm-hmm. But I think that's our style of play. That's where it helps us. If, if we're aggressive and take all the extra bases, you don't necessarily have to swing as well in games and you can still win, which is to our advantage, obviously. Right. Now, just a final thing. So you mentioned a couple of guys in your room, you know, uh, Brim snoring a little bit. <laughs> um, anything... So, and you were talking about Mafia on the way down. Was Mafia being played on the way back, or was everybody tired, or what? Because you guys got back at yeah. 7 in the morning. Yeah, everybody was pretty tired, but our team, the 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 clowns sit in the back. Let's just say that. And O-I, Which are? Yeah, O-I, <laughs> he's always a guy that, I mean, he's going to... He's always got a joke or two, you know. Mm-hmm. And Ian was in the back as well, but OI was started to rap and he rapped for I I was in the front, so I didn't I don't know how long, but it seemed like 30 minutes to me. And he was just freestyling him and Max Meisner were in the back freestyling and everybody was getting riled up. And also a couple times of the night, we got a kid a guy on the team named Brent Turner and uh, his nickname is Brent. <laughs> And at like 3 a.m., everybody just decided to say Brent and Harmony. And it was it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Oh, and he loves it, of course. <laughs> yeah, He's got many, favorite. many nicknames for Brent. <laughs> Great guy, also my roommate, so I give him some of that crap. But go easy on him, you know, I'm still living with him. So, yeah. uh, Alex, thanks so much uh, for joining the first podcast show. Basically, I'm going to try to do one every week. And uh, good luck this weekend. Appreciate it, Walt. See you later.